club change it Why they don't share this? Who else know this? I smell rodents I'ma shake the globe till they feel it Why the world make me feel misguided? I can't hide it I'ma shake the globe change it Why they don't share this? Who else know this? I smell rodents I'ma shake the globe till they feel it What's up everybody? This is the Misguided Podcast We intend to guide you to a better future The purpose of this podcast is to do exactly that We will dive deep into the stories of entrepreneurs and highlight what makes them successful, but also pinpoint mistakes they've made and how to improve them. Our goal is to make you start thinking about building generational wealth through business. I hope you enjoy, and if you do, please rate this podcast and leave a review. And now, let's get started. Alright, what's up everybody? My name is Juwan Rohan and this is the Misguided Podcast where we intend to guide you to a better future. I'm sitting here with La Russell. We got co-owner of Good Company, a visionary rapper. He does a lot and we're going to get into his story today. And honestly, it's been a while um, since I've done an in-person interview. It's been over a year. So I started the podcast um, back in March, literally like the first day of the pandemic. Me and my business partner, we sat down. Uh, in my studio and was like, let's create something that we can share, right? And, and um, it was like the first day. And then I think we had a guest in the studio like two weeks later and then that was it. So <laughs> welcome, my brother. Nice. Welcome. It's How cool. many episodes in are you? Uh, 74, wow. 73, 73. Incredible. 10,000 shots, everyone. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah, Jawan yeah. Rohan. That sounds like a Street Fighter character. <laughs> I wish I had the hands like that. A <laughs> couple special moves and shit. But uh, nah, man, I appreciate you coming up here um, and doing this in person. You were like, nah, we're going to do this in person. We're going to get right. it done. So I appreciate that. Um, but um, it's about you today, man. So let, let's go ahead and get into your story. We're going to start from the very beginning, and I'm going to ask you some serious stuff. All right, you ready? <laughs> um, let's go ahead and start with your story. Where are you from, and, and how did you get to where you are today? I'm from Vallejo, California. Um, I started rapping when I was like probably like six, seven. Okay. Um, yeah, and I just kind of... What was the first song you heard that made you start rapping? Come on, bro. You don't remember it like that? Hell no. All right, um, mine was Nelly Air Force Ones. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah crazy, <laughs> right? The one that did it for yeah. you, huh? <laughs> Not two yeah. <laughs> Right. That did it. You want, you want to know what's even crazier? I guess the second one. It was uh, uh, We Love Basketball by Bow Wow. That, hey, that's Bow, even more hey, crazy. Bow Wow really did. But it might be a Bow Wow record. But it could I had, be. I had braids. I had the number three in my hair from the Like Mike movie in braids, bro. Ooh. I was a big Bow Wow fan. How you all in shape though? Uh, it wasn't as good, but I, I could get there. They used to call me a little rough, rough. Hey, that's so crazy. <laughs> like Mike was so inspirational, bro. Yeah, like nah, it was. different, it nigga. Was. I, man, bro. Yeah. yeah. Really um, thought you could do it with the shoes. Yeah. <laughs> really had right. the beat up joints on. Uh, really yeah. thinking about to drop thirty. <laughs> <laughs> that's facts. But all right, so six, seven, you start rapping. Um, and what are you doing, like? Like how like that's it? You just you your dad listen to music, pops, Man, family. Yeah, so my mom's and pops like was always slapping hella different music. My my pops used to have like beat every car that he had, hella beat. So we used to just like what, that what was, was he the slapping? Thing. Man, Hove, hella old Bay Area shit, Loonies, uh, delinquents. Okay. My mom, hella too short. Um 
Man, everything, everything. Yeah. He loves music as well, so it was just kind of around. Okay. And uh, at that age, I wasn't serious, but I used to just like write and, and rap yeah. and beat on tables and shit. Okay. And when did you start getting getting serious or realizing that this could be something serious for you? Uh, probably uh, high school is when it was like, oh, this could be like something. Yeah. But I've I've been doing it, you know, prior to then, just leisurely, just fun. You feel me? Yeah. Like, Why high school? Uh, People Jesse start Bethel. hyping you up? Jesse Bethel. Of course. No, no, no. Man. Why high school? Was oh, that why the, high school? The, the point for you? Uh, high school was the first time I really got like reception from, from yep. rapping. Like, okay. You feel the me? little like, lunchtime battles. Right. Used to exactly. Do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Banging exactly. on the like door and stuff. That's when you yeah. first get like the rapport from being a mm-hmm. rapper. True, true. Okay. Okay. That's dope. So so you went to Jesse Bethel. Where'd you go to uh, middle school? Uh, Solano. Oh, okay. Solano, Solano, yeah. Jesse Bethel. Um, did you end up going to college after or no? No. So actually, I did for like uh, three months. Um, I went online, though. I didn't go to actual campus. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I went for like three months. I ended up going uh, to, uh, it's called Gwet Mercy. Where's that and at? I went for like business. At, it's in like Pennsylvania. Oh, but it's, you okay. Know? You yeah, just went yeah. online. I just went online because uh, the job paid for it and shit. And uh, yeah, I didn't love it. Three. What didn't you love about it? I just don't love it. But what though? Is it because of the way they teach it? And, I, and I, this is interesting uh, to get into. Nah, um, I just felt like it was a waste of my time for me, for okay. my personal time. Okay. Like I was excelling, and mm-hmm. uh, I just felt like I didn't need it. I was already running a business, but I was going to school for business admin, okay. and everything I was learning was things that I had already like been applying to running my own shit. I was gonna say, know? where do you think it's best to learn how to run a business? Through running one, through one experience, through like the failures, solely, right? Man, yeah, completely experience. School, school lacks in teaching you experience. You feel me? Facts. You can read as many books as you want, but until you do it, until you spend that amount of bread and yeah. you miss it, and you gotta run those plays, all of that shit is like it's it's not relative enough. You yeah. feel me? No, no, I feel it. Um, what, what? So I went to Berkeley High, right? And you got four thousand kids at that thing. This is crazy different. To, to where they got even different schools in the one school. That's like wild. there's six schools in Berkeley High. So, um, and each school is catered to a, a specific um, target that you wanna study, right? So if you wanna be like in uh, biology or something, you take like IB, it's called IB. And that's like the really, that's like the Ivy League of, mm. of in Berkeley High, right? And then you got a bunch of small schools. Um, if you're like in the camera crew and stuff like that, you take CPA. Um, and That's so, wild. um, so when I was there, I had like no idea, right. What I wanted to do. And I just thought, um, you know, I got to get the hell out of Berkeley because I need to open my eyes. Like if I stayed there, I would have been a whole different person than I am today. Mm-hmm. So I took my, my ass to, to Colorado, Colorado Springs. Uh, I was like the only black person there <laughs> at the, the college. Um, and it's a really small liberal arts school, um, private school. Um, and the way they do it and why I liked this college is because they do one class at a time. So I don't know how it was for you online. Uh, if you had to take like math for one class, a period, you know how they do right. different periods. Um, this one, it was like you take one class for three and a half weeks, you study your ass off and then you move on to the next one. Yeah, that's how this was too. And I really liked that. And, and I go to say all this because I, uh, what it did for me is it built like a structure. And, and it gave me like a, a focus to look forward to. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like um, when you're sitting in class and, and you're just talking about one one 
one subject, you don't have to go home and do homework on eight other things. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, and, and that was kind of a good option for some people I saw around too. Um, but yeah, um, nah. No, I, did you get what? Did you get in there on like scholarship or it was like a JC just some shit? Like so that? no, it's a four year. Um, it's a I got it. I played basketball. So, um, I like Mike. <laughs> that's what I'm telling you, bro. <laughs> yeah, a little rough, right. rough on me here, now. <laughs> um, now I played basketball uh, all four years, but I got in on a, actually uh, like a full academic scholarship. Mm. But I got help from the basketball team, um, and yeah, man, I was like the only black kid on the team for the first two years, and shit was crazy. It was a lot. That's why I learned all the financial literacy. That's why I learned to like really ask questions. Right. And I think asking questions is important. You know, I would get there and I'd be at dinner table with Dick Cheney's granddaughter, fucking all the people, that, you know, important people, their right. fan, their their generations. And I just start asking them questions because they paying for this meal. Not me. My mom didn't fly out. You feel me? So right. <laughs> I just start asking questions like how you get to where you are. And I just started to like understand shit we weren't taught. Well, I, at least me. I don't know. We'll get into, you know, your background and, and how you were taught finance and stuff. But for me, it just like opened my eyes getting out of Berkeley. Mm. So intriguing. Yeah. So where? So I, I you talk about um, you know spreading the wealth and building generational wealth a lot, right? Um, yeah. Whether it's through your music or your interviews or anything. Where'd you kind of get this idea from? Uh, just uh, the industry and the system being kind of flawed and kind of just like a desire to like see the people around me win as well. Mm -hmm. um, just natural. I don't. I don't think I've really like seen it. Uh, I've always seen my pops kind of like put people in position to to win, to, succeed. to assist, and always like look out for people who help yeah. him do his thing. You feel me? So I feel like it's just like natural inclination. What makes you different than the other people who see what's in the industry? Because I feel like if I would have invited. Someone here, they would have walked in with change. You came in Crocs, you know, you came in sweats. We both came in sweats. We don't give a fuck. You feel me? But like, someone would have came in here with a with a with a, a purpose and a statement, a reason to be here. I feel like your reason was just. I mean, I don't know. It could be for promo, but right, you know, your reason. I felt like you wanted to be here. Fact, yeah, no, yeah. for sure, for sure. So, I mean, what makes you different? <clears throat> in in that, in that essence, I'm just me. I mean, I only I only have my experience and my upbringing. You feel yeah. me? Like, I don't really uh. I, I think it comes it. down to pops and your family because I, I was listening to your music and, and you mentioned pops a lot. Right. Um, so who, like, what is he to you? Who, obviously, he's your dad, but <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? Like, but like, like who, is this who is this nigga you calling pops? Yeah, like facts, bro. You keep but, talking about this nigga. Who is he? Nah, but was he like when I when I when I think of like. Uh, a, a black father from Vallejo, I think of like the working guy who's in construction, fucking 8 a.m. to 10 p.m., come home, right. take care of his... Was he that to you? Was that You said he put people in position to succeed. So how? What was he doing? Yeah, I mean, uh, that and as well as he was just a hustler. Okay. Like, he was a hustler. He always had a, a way to get it. He okay. always made sure that his family had it and was provided for. And um, he was both like that. Mm -hmm. Nine to five, I'm mm -hmm. gonna go work and work OT, come home and also and come home and hustle and make it happen as well. There you go. You feel me? So I feel like just as a kid, uh, witnessing that and experiencing it. You know, there's things like he's done where he's included me, where I've been able to be in the assembly line. You feel mm. me? And that 
shit like that as a kid you learn i notice when like i operate my business when we do shit it's yeah. always in like that assembly form or here 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 you feel me and that stuff that comes from that early on that you don't realize you're catching subconsciously yeah. but you're picking it up no nah, that's dope and that and so i'm a father of two um crazy right i'm 27 father of two but when I had the, when I had my kids, it really opened my eyes and it like changed. It it's crazy. You when your parents say shit, you're like ah whatever. But that shit really like changes your life. But when you right. holding that baby right there, it's like yo, I'll do anything in right. the world for you. So um, I say that just just because like it's building generational wealth. Like what your dad was doing when he was bringing you in that assembly line, he was teaching you how to be a man at a, at a young age, right? And he was giving you these these pointers without without like I don't know, like forcing you, right? right. He's like um like a problem for me is what my dad used to do is it's like you play basketball or you're not my son in a way, right? right. <laughs> it's like you going to play basketball and you going to succeed at it or we ain't going to talk. Right. And so that's like I, every time I like put a basketball on my son's hand, I'm like, you can grab it or you can go play color. You feel me? Beautiful. Like whatever you want to do, I'm not Beautiful. gonna force you to do this. Um, and so yeah, I just think that's really cool by by your pops, and, and I do see it with you. Y'all work as a it's like the Amazon package, you pass the package on, to, man, to the other right? person. You feel me? But um, that's that's really cool, man. I, I respect nah, that's that. That's dope. Yeah, I feel, I've always had kind of a, a freedom to uh, explore and figure out what I wanted uh, to do out of life. So definitely. Yeah, that's cool. How old are you? Let the audience. Twenty seven. Oh shit, we the same age. Yeah. Oh okay, all, all you guys around the same age? Yeah. Dope, dope. Okay, okay, cool. So what? So what? Uh, this is a, a random ass question, but you got you 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 got visions of having kids soon? I have a daughter. You have a daughter? Yeah. Oh, how old? Nine. Oh shit! Oh yeah. wow! How's that been, man? Cause I just had my daughter two months ago, three is, months ago. Is yeah? Yeah, three months nice. ago. Nice. How do you like it? Different than a boy. I got right. a boy as a two and a half year old. It's different. You're softer. Nah, cause I'm pretty, I'm pretty soft with my son. Like he'll come up and cuddle. We be cuddling, watching Netflix, little dinosaur shows. But like, you feel me? Like, wow, like he, he cool. But nah, my daughter. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know how you can't. Can you explain it? Yeah, uh, explain it. I don't know. When you uh, when you first held it, cause you was young. How, right. What was that feeling? Cause that's different. Fear. <laughs> oh, that's a good one, fear. bro. That's actually a really good. Yeah. yeah. At that age, it's fear. 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 Uh, for the most part. But now, I mean, she's great. Like I, I got really lucky. Like my daughter is like a great person. And y'all about to grow up like almost not in the essence, but like but, best friends right, because y'all right. right there. Like she nine, bro. She she exactly. about to be in middle school soon. You ready for that? Right, I got I got a thirteen year old niece and I be wanting to strangle her sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, cut cut that. No, I'm just playing. But but no, uh, you know how it could be for, for she middle just needs school. Love. She needs love. Yeah, right. yeah. So but that's that's crazy, man. I didn't know that. What's her name? You wanna Melody. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. Um cool, cool, man. Um and so, have you kind of brought her into the assembly line? Have you showed her how to work a camera, um, how to spit, whatever? She kind of has that liberation, like you say, with your son. Whereas, if you want to grab this ball, you can, but mm -hmm. you don't have to. So, she comes in. Uh, she's kind of tired of the uh, rap. She, she's over it. <laughs> what, is she, what, what is she like? What music? Uh, like, like pop stuff? Right. Uh, yeah. Is it like Megan Thee Stallion? Like Disney. Do Doja Cat? And like Disney. Oh, oh, she's okay. Keep her on that right there. <laughs> yeah, because uh, all I hear is like Doja Cat and some girl named Bella Porch. And the, the name of the thing That's is Bad new. Bitch. It's, yeah, it's, uh, it's crazy. I'm telling you, 13-year-old nieces is, 
It's crazy, but right, uh, I mean, but they right. That, yeah, that's, that's their right, right. He be playing it, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's on his playlist. Hey, <laughs> right. All I hear is Doja Cat. Right, right. Why? Yeah. <laughs> No, it's like, it's funny because if I would have handed you my phone and you looked through my Spotify, that's the number one song on my Spotify that's playlist. That's the right. Spotify rap report. Yeah. I had to edit it. Right. That's, that's, <laughs> that's crazy. That's crazy. All right, so when did you get your first taste of ownership? Um, and it doesn't mean that, like, you started a company and that was your first taste. Like it could even go as far back to like your pops, but like when did you start to really understand what ownership means? A lot of people um, go into it and they're like, um, I mean, you, we could use the main, the record deals, right? As a big thing, they go into it and they think they get ownership, but they sign away. I think mine's was outside of that, like getting okay. my first car. Like mm. when you um. When you pay payments on a car and then you no longer have to and you realize that, wow, I don't have to pay on this car this yeah. month. That was like the first taste of like, ah, this is, a, this is the way you feel me. Yeah, damn, that's a good one. Yeah. Nope, no one's ever mentioned that. That's, that's solid too. And it's like the same thing with uh, home ownership. You know, right when you pay it off, obviously you take, <laughs> right. you take a loan uh, now. They can take that journey. shit. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. No, but I never thought about that. It's like when you actually, but, but why don't you feel ownership when you go into Best Buy and buy a thing of headphones, AirPods? Um, because it doesn't, it doesn't uh, give you as much. You feel me? Like uh, I listen to my shit every like, day. <clears throat> you do, but you don't really gain from having headphones. When okay. you have a car, you like that shit gets you everywhere to work. If that's the reason you're that's, able to make your money. Yeah. Your headphones don't make you no money. That's just that's consumer. You just bought it. You mm -hmm. feel me? There's no return on it. Yeah. So when you get something that has return and you own it and and and, and shit, it just gives you a different type of energy. Like when I make a song and release it, and it's out in the world, it's all profit. Mm -hmm. It costs me nothing to make a song. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm literally you make taking a zero. Or you got people. Yeah, but just... I don't. Right, I don't have. I got people who produce. You mm -hmm. know, so it, it literally the yield for. I have my own studio and shit. We shoot all our own content. So the yield to create it is low, and once it's released, it's all profit. So that's it's a different type of ownership to where you're starting to see revenue from having this thing versus if I was to make ten songs and. I gave the masters to someone or sold the album to someone. Like I don't see any return from. I was just watching this interview. The other day, and Snoop Dogg said he doesn't make any money from like gin and juice, doggy style. I, I think it's the wrote, same interview. I, yeah, I watched he's, that. He's written a ton yeah, yeah. for other people as well, yeah. and he doesn't make anything from it. Bad business. Right. Yeah. How do you avoid that? Uh, you. you <laughs> That's hard. That's a hard question. I mean, a lot, um, a lot of people I mean, don't it's, avoid it's it. That's easy why. Easy to avoid. I, man, it's. It's a long game play. You feel me? Like there, there's sacrifice that come with it. Uh, we we're just talking about this in a car, and Yaya was like sacrifices, and I was like, well, that's a lot to mm -hmm. sacrifice. But also, though he doesn't make revenue from all those songs, he's now Snoop Dogg. Mm -hmm. You feel me? Snoop, like Snoop Line, but we... you, you feel me? Like <laughs> we know who he is, and yeah. he has this empire that's now built from that deal mm -hmm. where he didn't get all these perks and things. He didn't get pub, but now look, you know, he's a world-renowned person. He's able to generate income from other sources. So it's really uh, weighing it on on what's worth what to you. You feel me? Yeah, yeah, no. And it's it... not even something to avoid. Some people uh, don't mind, you know? Like mm -hmm. if, if you're somebody who end up making 200, 300 million, 
million, you, you probably don't care about pub much. You mm-hmm. feel me? Because you're able to build that wealth. So it just depends on what you're willing to give. Facts. No, no, no. That's facts. Um, what misconceptions did you have when you were younger that as you grew up, you start to realize that they were wrong or kind of uh, misconstrued? Um, for example, for me, um, I grew up, everyone would complain about taxes or they would look forward to what, January, February when they get that big return, right? Um, but what I started to realize when I grew up, I mean, I'm like kind of grown up. It's weird to say that like that. But um, when I started, what I started to realize is that a lot of the wealthy people, they find ways to, to make like, like flip taxes, right? right. And, and it's not such a bad thing. No. Like if, if and so like, I want to know if there's anything similar that you kind of realized as you were growing up, that you had misconceptions about. Mm. Could be about society, could be about money. Man, I thought I thought growing up that my parents knew everything and that they were right about everything. Mm. And uh, I think that really skews your perspective when you uh, operate your life off of someone else's perspective because you think that that is the way that it actually is until mm-hmm. you get out there and you're like ah you feel me like that's one way mm-hmm. to approach it but that's not the finite way and I think that kind of like guided me through life I lived a lot of my life through the perspective of someone else's experience okay and when did you start to realize that like when did that flip happen in your head like recently well like, shit this is all really? this is all like the past couple years like, you feel yeah, me yeah. like really figuring out mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Um, and wh- what do you think that has a lot to contribute to? Like, is it just you're getting older and wiser? Is it, you know, your daughter is getting older and you're starting to see things differently in the world? Is it the music stuff, all everything around you? Like, what, what had opened right, your eyes Right, a combination of all of that. Just mm-hmm. life. Um, yeah, just life. And I feel like with, with what I'm doing, it's kind of... Man, you, you you experience a bunch of different type of people and a bunch True. of different type of connections. So like all of that contributes. I feel like when you don't do stuff like this and you just work like a typical nine to five, you kind of live in a bubble. And, mm-hmm. um, and a rat so race. You, yeah, mm-hmm. you feel me? Everything is kind of the same and similar. So when you finally get to break that bubble, when you meet people who kind of live different and experience and have different perspectives, it just opens you up a bit. Facts. That's like when I went to Colorado. Right. It's just a similar situation. <laughs> right. So I, I and I think that's kind of when I think my misconceptions changed. That's when I started learning about taxes. You know how to depreciate your thing. Like we talked about before this, the car, the car industry in Turo. Like right. a lot of people are like, oh, you got to pay taxes at the end. No, I get a big fat check at the end of the year because my CPA knows how to write the depreciation off. Right. And so I'm getting thousands back, plus I'm getting thousands a month for renting the car. As you should. Yeah. And so it's just misconceptions. Right. And you have to teach that to the younger generation. And I think you've been doing a a good job of, you know, teaching ownership, teaching business, teaching, keeping all your splits. Right. Before we had this shit, you hit me up. Like, what's the split? You feel me? That's good. (laughs) You're the first person who's done that. And that's crazy. You're on episode 73. Right. That's crazy. You robbed 73 people. I did. Bro, no. (laughs) White collar, you know what I'm saying? Nah, but... um, Colorado uh, taught him well. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks. Um, No, but yeah, that's good. And and I, I, you know, to piggyback off of that, um, I kind of want to know, now that you know these things, how important is it for you to teach? Uh extremely i feel like once you know you kind of have a due diligence like um 
if I was to do a song now and not send out splits to everyone, it would kind of uh, be contradictive. It'll kind of bother my soul, too, because you feel me? Like, man, when we finally found out everything that was supposed to be happening yeah. and everybody was supposed to be getting man i was going nuts yeah, i was like heated, ready huh? to pull my, not even heated i was just like we had to go back i got a catalog of about 200 plus songs we had tessie's catalog truly just everything we've the, released the a, that a we cat, had to go yeah, back yeah, yeah, you yeah, feel me yeah. and make sure that everybody was getting what they're supposed to get mm -hmm. and publishing and all of this shit so it's like once you know you kind of have a due diligence to to do what's right you know it, yeah. but it just depends on the type of person this is also a game where there is no right or wrong to how all of this business is supposed to be. There's only a moral right, but mm -hmm. there's no finite right. You feel me? Like yeah. there's no law or no actual rule that says, oh, this person needs this, this, that. Because you feel me? Music is like my business. You feel me? Like there was a point in time in music where nobody was getting paid. Yeah. You feel me? Even the performers, like it went straight to the person who was paying to get that music mm -hmm. made. So now that it, it, it's like that, it's very hard to get people to get in the swing of, oh, I'm going to pay this person this and this person this because it's never been like that. Yeah. Nah, I get it. And you know, it's, it's like a lot of people get caught in these, these bad deals um, or a lot of people get and, and not just bad deals in, in music industry, but in in like every industry. Right. Like I've gotten, okay, I had a Bro. I had a, a Airbnb deal that ha, that we did in 2020, and we split it three ways. And what we thought the earnings were going to be couldn't because L L A got some crazy laws. What's an Airbnb deal? How does that like with the company Airbnb or with, with you? Uh, and no, we like, set up an Airbnb, okay. and I got three other investors okay. into it. Um and and that just like when you realize the deal's not gonna go as sweet as it's gonna go, but you're in a you know what thirty 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 whatever thirty five whatever right. right you feel me and you're like okay I'm not making as much as I thought but I'm putting in a lot um, that's a bad deal and you gotta gotta live with it and you gotta learn from it. It it it. Uh, it why is it bad? Because uh, when you go in with two other people and you think that everyone's gonna do their part. Mm and get the same percentage, but you're the only one or two of you are doing the work and the other person is still wanting their whatever 33%, right. that's a bad deal okay. because you set it up wrong. Right, right? you set, up, you right. set it up right. wrong. It doesn't mean you can't do business with that person, but maybe they get 10, 15% mm -hmm. because they just want to be passive right? and they just want the check to show up. But you're doing all the groundwork. It's the same thing in any business. Exactly. And so what I had to do is I had to realize um, that that I, I set it up wrong, and so we dissolved that, and and then went and got another one with just two of us that were working hard. You know what I mean? So right. I think I think a lot of people just got to learn, right? We talked about it in the beginning of this podcast, but it's about actually being in the business to learn from it, and that was like the whole purpose of starting this is because I'm going through a lot of struggles right now, and I'm also going through a lot of success. But I'm here to talk about it with you. You feel right. me? And you're here to talk about it with me. With this, you know what I mean? So. 
Um, I'm not gonna gonna sit in front of a camera ten years from now and be like, "Whoa, in 2021, you know, uh, I went through this one deal, and here's how you could do it." Because ten years, shit's gonna be different. Complete taxes gonna be different. The fucking cost of living, You're inflation. Be having an Airbnb and a metaverse, yeah, getting made, getting made. I didn't even think about that. We're going to be hosting little Meta people. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> right. No, that's the, People going to be like, I just copped a man thing in the Metaverse. Bro, that's crazy. <laughs> that's about to be money, though. I ain't going to lie. Right. But, yeah, no, nah, no. Nah, that's facts. That's facts. So, okay, we, we know you're in, in the music. Are you invested into any anything else? Obviously, good company. Talk about good company and, and how you started that and, and everything. Yeah, so a uh, good company was started with the homies. Uh, we just really didn't have like the resource and the and the shit and or the money to go and pay for people to do this, this or that. Oh God, so but that shit just, is expensive. Right, it's expensive. So it just started with us kind of just shooting our own content and creating our own things, and that was kind of like the. What's up with the name? Where'd the name come from? Uh, there's a saying that says, "Your mama say you judge by the company you keep." Mm. You feel me? And I've always liked that saying, and I feel like pennies are like highly undervalued like think about how many pennies you probably had in your life or mm -hmm. walk past like you could walk past pennies all day and you would never pick it up ever facts but i wouldn't pick up a quarter either though interesting would you probably not if it was shiny <laughs> if it was like a newer one nah, right <laughs> but it's like look how much you're passing up on imagine if you you walk past a million quarters in your whole life and you missed out and all you had to yeah, do was crazy. stop and pick it up that's a bar Come on, right. you writing or something? Or something? Come on, man. Ghost writer? No, I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, that's cool, man. That's really cool. So, um, good company started. When did it start? Uh, Shit, y'all ain't got Probably like date, huh? 2018. <laughs> 28. We start really like pushing the line and like actually creating things. Who yeah. Where'd the idea come to have like rappers come and, and just record their verses? Because so that's that pretty was, dope. That was recent. Uh, we were already making like live sessions like for myself I saw, and yeah. Tessie, like all our internal artists. But uh, last year when I dropped uh, my album, The Field Effect, mm -hmm. we had did a live session and it, it just went. Mm -hmm. And it was like, ah, this would be dope to kind of like see some of the people we like. You feel me? Yeah. To come do sessions and then from there it just kind of took off. You just did something recently in Vallejo, right? Or no? Did you what, not? What? Uh, wasn't it a live session or something? We do tons. Okay, okay. I I, I peeped the one in Vallejo. Uh, it seemed pretty dope. I think. Did you have other people perform? They're as all well? shot in Vallejo. Okay, okay. Yeah. Where? Where? Uh, several different several, locations. Okay. Yeah. Cool. You trying to keep it in the community? Like definitely, that's definitely. Dope. We used to come out here. Actually, this uh, place, like down the hall. Oh yeah. We, we shot the way here, and the way went viral uh -huh. on TikTok. You feel me? But we used to always had to commute San Francisco. Fucking Oakland, Sacramento, yeah. we we had to go everywhere to just shoot content. You feel me? Yeah, bro. And it's like we were taking all of our equipment from home <laughs> to yeah. go all these other places. So it was like really trying to bring that shit back home and empower artists there. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Um, so what's kind of your end goal with uh, Good Company? I mean, I know it's kind of fresh and you figure this shit out every day, right? And and you think of new ideas every day. But like, kind of, what do you see? What do you see? Uh, I don't really have one. I mean, yeah. I just I just want to keep doing the work, and it's like whatever whatever comes from that, you know, when it's all said and done, is yeah. what I'm going to be happy with and live with. But uh, yeah, I just we just like when I see dope shit, I like to get behind it and support. I don't really have like an ending initiative for it. Okay. 
Cool, cool. What um do you have? Do where do y'all do it? Where's the where do people come? Is it a studio, a house, a yeah, barbershop? Yeah, so we started in a shop. We do some sessions outside or okay. current sessions. We Those do are dope, by the way. Garage. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. So um so you got like a whole uh, people just come to the garage, lay their verse down, and do whatever. That's dope, bro. That's do you yeah, ever plan on getting like a little little yeah. decent spot? Yeah. Have you looked into some shit? Yeah, for certain. So like next year we'll probably oh, okay. end up going into like a warehouse or something. Oh, okay. Okay. In yeah, Vallejo? Right now. Yeah, of course. Yeah, he gotta be. Gotta be. What if it was Benicia? <laughs> no. They got some they got some warehouses, bro. Come on, bro. Man, it's nice over there. You ain't gotta worry about it. <laughs> you know what what the perk of Vallejo is like like right now it's beautiful because when we have a session I could literally just walk into literally. the garage and set up. Or if you think then, of a verse, you just boom right there. Right, bro. We <laughs> came out here sometimes and I'll forget some shit. Yeah. And it's like like you shit out of luck. Like you're, you're done. Yeah. you done. You don't write that shit down. Me? Like on your way to the fucking studio. Like no. I gotta remember this part. No. Like even a punchline ain't gotta be the whole, the whole, the whole shit. I mean, like in terms of equipment. Like oh, if oh you okay. Forget something. And oh you yeah, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. Oh, okay. You stuck. You yeah, feel yeah, me? Yeah. So nah, we we stand in the V. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. So you, you got the good company. Um, obviously yourself as an artist. What other what other stuff are you invested in? Do are you invested in stocks, real estate, crypto, the big three that are yeah. talked about everywhere right now? Yeah, I'm invested in uh, stock and crypto. Okay, and I'm invested in people. Oh. Which that's is fire. like I feel like the greatest investment you can make. That's I, fire, bro. I own percentages of like yeah. hundreds of yeah. different you feel me artist shit. So it's like invested in people. That shit that's is dope. like never ending. It's the best stock you could buy. I never have to buy a piece of real estate. Yeah, but why are you like against it or are you just? No, I'm not against it. I just feel like it's uh, easier to invest into a person, especially art, because like I say, the yield to create it is so low and the return is so high. Like if a song goes gold or platinum, I could buy four houses or mm -hmm. five houses off of something that cost me zero dollars. You think that's a bigger it? risk because, well, I mean, do you like vet these people that you're invested in or you just invest and hope for the best? I just move from if I love it, I'm just gonna put money into it naturally. It don't really. Uh, yeah. And if it if it if it goes it doesn't if it does great. Yeah yeah okay. Me? But it's like one of those things where it's like I I love this I fuck with it anyway. You feel me? Like, yeah. And there's no upkeep for it for me. You know, if you buy a house, there's upkeep. There's maybe you gotta check in and shit. Mm -hmm. But this is like, bro, and and you're helping someone else like mm -hmm. completely change mm -hmm. someone else's life, and it's like. I just feel like with that route, you know, it's it's just a different type of yield, and, mm -hmm. and it's like if 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 they win, I win, and that's incredible to me. That's a good feeling, I mean? good company. Right. <laughs> nice, nice. Okay, uh, you said you were invested in stocks. What uh, you mind mentioning any stocks? Yeah, I mean, uh, I got a little bit of everything. Uh, the big ones, of course, Netflix, Amazon, Disney, okay. shit like that. Um, do you like pay attention to the market or anything, or you just invest and turn yeah, around and forget not, about not, it? I don't necessarily watch. I kind of invest into what I consume. So, that's that's, uh, that's I wonderful. I have stock in Crocs. Which there you is go. Why, like I, they I need to send you a deal. Encourage. You next. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, even if they don't, like they've risen a lot this year, and yeah. I own shares in it. So yeah. you feel me? Like I, I try to invest based on consumerism, and then crypto is another thing that I just kind of invest based on, like. What's happening? You feel me? Yeah. I hold on to Ethereum and Bitcoin, and then when I see like the new altcoins that come up that look promising, you, I just did uh, you get into Doge and Shiba? 
Yeah, I got, into, I, got in, I got into those very late, so I didn't really, Yeah, me too. But I got into she Just hold it, yeah. though. Hold it. Yeah, exactly. 10 years, 20 years, you good. And that's what everything, like, if yeah. you look at the trends on crypto, they never go down. Yeah, yeah. Like, there, you you feel me? You go look 10 years, 5 years yeah, yeah. on any of them, even a year, like, Ethereum, just from Bro, last Ethereum year. Ethereum is, yeah. Ridiculous, yeah, you feel yeah. me? So, it's really, that. that's just somewhere, like. Easy, uh, easy place to sit your money, especially if you have it. Like, if you saving money in a bank, it's just kind of easy to sit it in Bitcoin or Ethereum and those things because you're naturally getting it's way better than the interest that's on a fucking savings account. Yeah, no, that's facts. That's facts. And, and I mean, it's always the question of which one is better stocks, real estate, or crypto. That's like the main thing right now in like the finance world, right? And um, I think it's, it's, it's cool to be They're, into yeah, everything, right? right? Diversify. Into people too, right? Into like, people. That's where people um, don't invest. People yeah. don't invest in people. Yeah. And you, you feel me? Like people are the, the, the reason we have crypto and stocks and real estate is because of people. People built those houses. People create these coins. People buy and consume Netflix. So yeah. when you invest in people, you get a greater yield. <laughs> Facts. Let's talk about let's talk about how you get people to invest in you because that's one of the hardest things, right? Is getting someone that doesn't know you, doesn't know mm -hmm. La Russell, doesn't know Jawan to invest in 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 them. And we talked about this prior, but like, what? How do you how do you get that? I don't think you can get someone who doesn't know you to invest in you. Okay. Like that, I think that's the first. Uh, step like if they don't know you they have to love what you do you feel me like I've invested in artists early because I love their art you feel me mm -hmm. so it, there was an incentive for me if there's no incentive or no love I don't think you can and you shouldn't seek it like I'm not looking for anyone to invest in me who doesn't love what I do mm -hmm. or who isn't a supporter and fan of my shit you feel me like I think everyone who invests in me is people who really love my art or fuck with just who I am and what I built. And I think you have to build that foundation before you seek investment. Yeah, no, that that that's facts, dude. And that that's a lot to take in right there. Um, now, you said you don't think people can invest in you if they don't know you. So how do you continue to grow then? Because if you're just staying with the same, let's just say random number, fifty people. Like, how do you get people who don't know you to invest in you? If I want to go strike a deal at Warner, right? I have to go network at a networking event, right? And and get. How do you do it? That's all. How how would you strike you, a deal if those people? You make noise. But then that means they know you, right? Because of what you did, you don't have to. You didn't go. I've gotten offered deals from a lot of places, and I didn't network with none of them. But I the, made noise. You made noise. Okay. Right. But, but then in turn. You making noise, your music is get because your music is very lyrical. It's not like you know what I mean. It's very lyrical, and and you talk about real stuff. So in your music, I, one song I get to know you. Right. So that's getting to know you though. So they're investing in you because they know you. Right through. So that's kind of what you're saying, right? Through through your product. Through your product. Like, your uh, like they're they're getting to know me through through great work. I think that's the only way to get investment is to do great work. Like I'm investing in Crocs because I've used their product. If I never bought a pair of Crocs and you, if they didn't oh, make yeah, this yeah, great, yeah, you, you have to yeah, do yeah. great shit first. You know, you don't go seek investment initially. You feel me? And I don't think you should ever seek investment. I think you should let investment come to you. Yeah. Like that's the only way you're going to get 
real money mm-hmm. and, and like real investment and, and real equity is if they want you there. If you're going and you got to go to these places and network and say, hey, I'm making this. If I had to tell you I'm making a movie, I'm probably not going to get the best investment. Yeah. You feel me? But if I made some shit and you're like, hey, what you got next? Mm-hmm. That's when you're going to get it. But you only get that through putting out great work. Like I'm not... You feel me? I, I the artist I invest in is artists that I hear sing. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh hell yeah! yeah. You feel me? I'm not <laughs> I, I'm not going to do it if I don't. Like you have to put out that great work first, okay. and it attracts all the people who want it. Just simply, you feel yeah. me? And that's the only way you're gonna do it. Like you know, it's like with you writing the book and shit. It's like that is like that step one. It's like, oh, I got this book. Mm-hmm. The investor who comes is going to be the one who loves that book. Mm-hmm. And it's like, hey, bro, I got a grand. Can I get in? Or, hey, bro, I get and that's And those are the people you should be rocking with. Like, now that I've been doing like this new thing with the splits, I figured out like that's the best way. The best way is to go get investment from the people who is already supporting you. Let's talk we about that. And beyond it. True. You feel me? True. Let's talk about that in a, a little bit more detail because I, you're the first person I've ever seen do it. I think you might be the first person that's ever done it. But you're like literally giving your fans splits. So can right. you break that down? How does that work? You're paying the monthly. Who's doing the accounting? I, y'all need a raise because that's crazy. Right. Like what? The, what explain so, that. So basically uh, the distribution, I'm giving percentages of revenue from the distribution so the revenue D- distro that, kid yeah distro? i'm okay. using this but you could use Steam yeah you can yeah, yeah. but yeah we fuck with distro kid shout out, hey, distro shout out. Kid. Yeah. i'd love to have a percent in distro kid if you guys need a spokesperson you feel me and cross, we, 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 run, we run a lot through distro kid um but yeah basically i'm just allocating those percentages and this is something i've been doing my team for the past couple years now so it's like why not add the people who come to shows and buy merch and support our shit and put them into that pie too yeah you feel me it's simplified it's all handled on the back end by distro kid system already but don't so. you have to get like their name i don't know if it's their social but you got to get yeah. that information so, so, so how do you I've, do that so i've created a form okay uh, shout out tietta tietta created a form <laughs> you feel me to where once you fill it out and all the submissions go through i get all the data information i vet all the offers myself and then i send counter offers and proposals and once someone accepts I uh, enter the split, I send an agreement, sign it saying that this is what they're being allocated. They get it on their end and they fill it out and accept it and then you get to collect. What are some normal splits then like uh, percentage wise? What can a normal fan expect to get? It's up to them. I don't. So I don't. I don't set. I haven't set prices or any amount. So when you fill out the form, it asks you what percentage would you want and what price you're going to pay for. Okay, I come to you. I fill out the form. I I say, hey, I want five percent of your music. You counter or whatever. So yeah. So you say I want five percent, and you say I want to pay this amount. Okay. I counter and say. For this amount, I'm willing to give you this percent. Okay. Or I can say I'm willing to give you more for this amount that you offered me. And then once we, or I might just accept what you offered. And yeah. once we come to that agreement, we done. I send the agreement through. I enter it in DistroKid. You accept it on your end, and then you accept, you get your and payouts. Then, and then, um, as far as like how many people could get it right, because you only could go up to 100. percent How many mm-hmm. people are usually in one song? Um. 
it depends on the song. I think probably right now the most that we have on one is uh, like twenty. Bro, that's crazy, bro. Right? You out here doing? That's crazy, man. You're from Vallejo, bro. About to change that's thousands crazy. of lives. Yes. I'm gonna make thousands of people millionaires. Yeah. Like, nah, that's dope, bro. And they're gonna get that. And their kids are gonna get that. And their, ki it's, their it's kids. It's in a perpetuity, perpetuity, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, okay, this is it. the only time that's you gonna be the, the word promo. Perpetuity, yeah. and it's a perpetuity. good thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only time you feel me. But yeah, yeah we it's in a purpose. You can man, this shit is forever. That's so crazy. it's like twenty years when I own this huge thing and it's beyond and, and we're going beyond songs. Like next year I'm opening it up for people to invest into future equity and projects. So like say all the live sessions we do for next year. Say you got 30, 40 grand and you're like, I want to put this into something. We can work out something to where, okay, we're going to do 100 live sessions next year anyway. I give you a percent of every single one. You feel me? Like I'm allowing people to invest in us as a whole and as a unit instead of us having to wait for a label. You feel me? Because these are the people who watch the live sessions yeah. and the people who pull up the shows. They the ones who support. They should be the ones who get that money. You yeah. feel me? Like, That's crazy, how you bro. streaming my shit thousands of times and you not getting paid from it? Like, that, it just don't make no sense. The labels don't stream your music. Them niggas don't even be liking your shit yeah. half the time. Like, they don't post you. They don't share yeah, yeah, you. Yeah. None of that shit. Yeah. That shit should go straight to the people who actually support you. That's like, dope, bro. your label's getting all your money right now, at least make the... The head of the label don't even know you exist. Yeah. He don't even know. Yeah, he don't They're not coming. When yeah. you sign, you don't even meet the president. Yeah. Like, you feel me? Like, that, that shit is all flawed. He don't stream your music. He don't he's even not, let his he's, kids listen he's to not, you. He's not invested in the people. He's invested in the company and the money that Simple the pe as people that. are bringing exactly. in. Exactly. But you got to be invested in the people, man. That's super dope, bro. If, bro, with these next projects, man, if you need an early investor, we're going to have to talk offline. But, uh, hey, it's open. That that's, that's amazing, dude. Like, damn. Well, so, how'd you even think of that? Man, you know, shower. Uh, so this toilet, shit started. I was on my one. bike. Oh, this shit had started. Uh, I was, uh, I was riding. I was in AC, and I remember okay. vividly. We were. I was thinking of. Um, I was thinking of how to do what Nipsey did with the hundred dollar album. Like okay, early, bro, I've been thinking of that. I still can't, but you, so you got early, the yeah. I was like, how the fuck can I do that? And uh -huh. I'm like, Nipsey had a different type of base. You feel me? Like they had a hundred to go spend. So I was thinking, like, how the fuck can I do that for my people? And that's how we came up with the whole donation base shit. Like, you pay what it's worth to you. I'm no longer going to set a so price dope. on nothing. Yeah, yeah. You whatever is worth to you. And from that. I just been kind of trying to like build on that idea of like how can we do this in cooler ways so we end up when I did uh, cook together eat together I gave away equity mm -hmm. percents just like, to yeah. see if people understood what that was and what they meant and it was received really well so now this last one it was just like fuck it let me see you feel me if I could yeah. sell them if people would be interested in buying it like I buy stock I invest in hella stock and uh, I was thinking like uh, Tim's. I had her Tim shit like a little bit early before she broke. And if I was able to invest in her then, Damn. I would have. But you can't with mm -hmm. artists. Like I would have easily invested in her and That's that money would have went to her to be able to market and do whatever. But yeah. I didn't get that opportunity. So think about how many artists you found early if you was able to say, right. hey, bro, I got this. Put your shit. Let me just get a percent. That happens a lot, dude. It's that like, happens because, a lot. Because the artist is an entity. Right and and like if you can invest in Crocs and Nike, how come Why you can't, can't Vice you invest in, in, yeah, invest in artists? In, that bro. If you can a lot invest of don't think in about Crocs that. and Nike, why can't you invest in your favorite artists? You play them every day. You play them every day. And the next is podcast. Why you? 
you know, I mean, you got Patreon, but I mean, this this is applicable across the board. Yeah, I, 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 honestly, shit. I wish it happened across the board because if I can invest in Lamelo Ball right now, I would, <laughs> and I'd make a shit ton of money. Yeah. But he's gonna be one of the greats. Yeah, like why wouldn't you? If you could have invested in Curry his rookie year, like we should have stock in people. Like people so are much the best thing too. to invest in, bro. You should have stock yeah. in people. And the thing is, when you give that, when you invest in great people, you only get return. I know if I put ten thousand dollars in a curry, this nigga gonna go shoot. He's gonna go get better balls. He's gonna go get a better gym. He's gonna go get a better trainer. You win. Yeah. You feel me? So yeah. it's like it's a it's a W for everybody. Yeah, yeah, you know, and I think it's totally doable, which is the crazy part. Like it's doable oh, right now. It's not yeah. like we're you know. I just did it. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> but like we could do this tomorrow with everything. With everything, and, like the it, entire world. Start an LLC for a person. Uh, you got partners, right? And and all that you set up the liability, everything. It's like it, it can be done. The right? thing is though, like people start doing that shit like NFTs, and it becomes a money grab, and that's what you can't do with this. But shit. we're in America. Like, when you is have it not? to have have actual tangibility mm -hmm. like like you feel it has to be real yeah it has to actually be real with a cause and a true reason and you're like i said it has to be something you already shown like people invested in me they've already seen me do 300 sessions you yeah, feel me yeah. like it's already there do you think we could ever get to the point where the, the music industry or any industry is to the point of la Russell and what you're doing because i feel like it's America. We're always gonna want money, and all, and the white people up at the top, they always gonna wanna wanna make it a money grab. And so, can you get to the top to where you're doing this for all the artists, and it's just like a like a fucking. I know I'm gonna do this with all of your artists, artists, but right. I'm saying in general. Do you think, think America? Can I do think this? you can only start with you, and then hope that everyone comes forth. I think if America follows the people, if the people say I don't want to hear the trash on the radio, guess what America gonna do? They gonna start playing what the people want to hear on the radio. You feel me? Yeah. So. Uh, but yeah, when everyone is saying we're going to eat McDonald's every day and we're going to eat Burger King every day, of course that's what they're going to build. Facts. But they don't build that shit in the neighborhoods where they eat Panera and they eat vegan food. They, bro, they make sure, sucks, bro. You feel me? <laughs> but, they, but they make sure they got that shit because that's it's what true. they want. That's Otherwise, they're going to lose. America ain't trying to lose no money. So you feel me? It's up to us to dictate it. And that's the same in terms of industry. Like this industry... There's so much money in me. There's actually more money in, in the industry in doing good business than bad business, but they don't want to practice that because it's also higher risk. Yeah. There's way more money to make in good business. Mm -hmm. You feel me? Like, I agree, bro. I'm all about good business. And, and like, I just think, you know, I heard a quote today. What was it? I think it was on like a movie or some shit, but it was like, uh, don't burn bridges because only Jesus can walk on water. I was like, ah, oh, nigga. God damn. That's hard. I was like, well, I got a bar that say you could burn the bridge when you made a new way. True, but how you gonna what's what's the other way? We gonna put some what you gonna put down on the water? You gonna swim? It's, it's cool, but you just gotta make another way. I agree with it. But it's fire, but like Fuck that bridge. when you start to think outside the box, right? And you and, and you're that artist. You're thinking outside the box. There's other artists like that. And and it's just amazing to see, and I just wish more people could hop on. The wave, you right. and they will. I mean, it, 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 it all time. happens through demonstration. Like when you start doing it, and yeah. I start doing it, and Tessie start doing it, and all their favorites start doing it in different areas and realms. Like 
it, it'll happen. That's true, bro. As I gotten older, my closest friends, you know, we used to talk about some crazy shit, you know, bad bitches, you know, going out to the club and all that shit, right? And now- No, I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was talking when we was younger, you feel me? <laughs> but uh, uh, now, and now we talk, you know, we sit down, we have dinner and we talk about wealth. You know, right. finance. We talk about Man, how, how to change the world. And you follow your idols. Like, I wouldn't be doing this if Nipsey didn't do it. Bro, so oh that God, tells yeah, you, like, yeah. once one do it, Man, I get so many messages and niggas like, man, I I, I want to do it the right way. Like now, when I do features with artists or if I'm on a project, you feel me? They make sure they send that split through. <laughs> they were never sending splits. Yeah, yeah. You feel me? So yeah. it's like you just got to start that wave and everybody going to surf once it comes. But you know what's crazy is now that the splits are like the talk of the world, like I've gotten from, from people I've done features with years ago, like four years ago, I get messages today saying like, yo, um, so what was that split on that song? Uh, like, bro, I offered you like the 50%, right? I sent you the B, B, B cap or whatever that shit is, right? right? Like years ago and you didn't want to take the time to understand it. Right. Like, and now you're hitting me four years later. Like, I don't even know when the log into that you shit. You know what's funny though? That's how it works. So, uh, Cujo, shout out Hey Cujo. Hey Cujo was the first one to be like, hey, yeah, this your kid do splits. And I was using TuneCore then. Bro, and I, I, was was like, I was using TuneCore like, CD, baby. I, I don't really know because it was a new area and platform. Uh -huh. So I'm like, fuck yeah, it. Yeah. You feel me? But he been told me about it. Yeah. So um, it's just like, you have to see someone you love and someone you admire do it before you're like, ah, like I said, if Nipsey didn't do it, I wouldn't have had the, let me see. You yeah, feel yeah, me? Yeah. Like, you got to see somebody about? cool do that shit first. <laughs> facts, that's facts. Cool, cool. Man, man, that's, nah, that's good. Good talk, man. Um, I want to move on to uh, the Hella Misguided segment where I ask the same question to each person that comes up on the podcast, and that question is simple. Um, uh, if you were to write a letter to your 18-year-old self, what would like a summary of that letter be? Shoot 10,000 shots. Oh, I saw you tweet that yesterday yeah, yeah. or this morning. It was one of those. Often. Days. Yeah. <laughs> Often. You just retweet every day, huh? <laughs> Often. I mean, every day. I feel like that. that, that is the one thing, like, man, me and Fani talk all the time about, like, how easy this shit is when you figure that out. Like, the difference between Steph Curry and everybody else is Steph Curry shot more than everybody else. Mm -hmm. You feel me? Like, he's not a superior athlete. He's not more superior no, he's than like anyone. Five, three. No, but <laughs> the difference is he shot more than you, yeah, bro. Yeah. Like, you can't outshoot me. I shoot a thousand every day. Yeah. You shoot a hundred. Yeah. Maybe. You feel me? Like, it's, it's really that. And uh, I feel like if I would have got that earlier, I'd be that much further. But, it, you know, it was meant for me to get it at this time. But I think any young nigga who's like, especially if you know what you want to do. Like, we had so many people who were athletes mm -hmm. and they were actually good, but they didn't have that work ethic. Yeah. Or they didn't have the mentality, bro. I had a lot right. of athletes that didn't weren't coachable. Didn't want to learn, right? Same thing. Right. But um, And they were like the best players. And they the just best wouldn't player. be on the team. Uh, or it's like... The getting your grades together. Obviously, that's a huge thing is you can't get your grades together. I know a lot right. of people don't like school, but if you love basketball that much and you believe in your talent that much, go kiss ass to the teacher, do whatever you got to do, right? To get your grades in a position to be there. Right. It's the same thing in the world. You're not just going to sit there and be like, I didn't make it. Right? You're going to want to go and figure well, that yeah, shit you're out. You're going to make sure that shit happen. Right. Because you're going to have no choice. You have no choice. And that's really how it got to be. Like, once people understand that it's just coming down to shots, oh, you're, you're, unstoppable 
when you understand it yeah. just come down to, you could be the greatest anything a nigga i could stop rapping a day and say i'm gonna play tennis and i guarantee you i could be one of the greatest because i'm gonna play more than you you yeah. feel me like i'm gonna hit more tennis balls than you ever fucking hit <laughs> <laughs> and it, and it's just simple as that. In whatever lane you want to take, or whatever avenue you want to do, like bro, anything is possible. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree, bro. It's it's about it's about taking the shots. It's about mentality, um, and it's about prep preparation. You know, I got uh, dedication, preparation, consistency. I got this. You got the chest tattoos. First tattoo ever uh, when I was like seventeen. And I was like, I was like, what the? That was like, it's a terrible tattoo. Man, I, I was like, what? What am I doing? But. Uh, those core values, those right. are my values, and and and, um, and so I go, to, you know, I say that I want to know what your values are. Do you have three values that you kind of stick by? It could be about anything, bro. It could be hmm. three values that I stick by. I think ten thousand shots is one. Okay. Um, it gotta be something about people, right? Like love, respect. Yeah, yeah. Loyalty. I mean, def definitely. But there, there's so. I'm, I'm, I'm learning every day. It's like, uh, you know, a new journey for me. I'm learning some new shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, yeah. Of course, As you should. Of course, you know, like those, those are in there. Uh, yeah, I was trying to think of some really great shit to say, but no, I don't have one. <laughs> Man, just so you, you gotta know, go back to the drawing board. Right, you know, yeah, I don't, yeah. Man. It's all good, bro. It's all good. <laughs> I, I got you stuffed a little bit right there. Right? Yeah, it's all good. Um, no, but, um, you know, I think values are really important in any business. But when you're, when you're kind of like on this road of figuring shit out, right, it's about staying true to yourself mm -hmm. and about your morals, right? A lot of people, another example in the music industry is, right, they sell their soul, right? Mm -hmm. um, but you can do that in, in any industry. You right. can, you can kind of lose track of your vision. Because you're so caught in this tunnel vision, you don't see anything else. And so I think it's really important to have that core value when you're along this solo. You're not solo, but along this solo journey of being an entrepreneur and business owner, right? Right. Um, and so that's why I asked that. But Yeah. No, def yeah. I, I agree. I mean, it definitely keeps you uh, very, very centered. You feel me? And, and it's like that that partial ego that like yeah. keeps you from doing certain shit. Uh, True. That you know, uh, fucking Jay Z. Uh, what did he say? Uh, there was a bar the other day, uh, and he said, uh, "Sometimes you need your ego. Let these niggas know they can't fuck with you. You feel me?" Yeah, yeah. And and everyone looks at ego negatively, like it's like ah, we gotta kill the ego and get rid of it. But it's like that ego has that ne that necessary part to where you don't take no bullshit as well. Like I've been offered deals that were like bullshit. And I was able to be like, no, because my ego is like, hell nah, you yeah. feel me? Like, I'm better than that. Though it's like, I'm not better, but that's like the ego protecting me of like, nah, that's not for you. You feel me? Yeah. And your ego is like the, it's like the, the, the check, right? It's the, the nigga that put you in check, right? right? But it's also like the one that, that gets you back up when you fall down because you need that ego. It's like, yeah, a lot of people are humble, right? But you need to be confident sometimes. You need to be, to be out there. And 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 um, and there's a lot of rappers now who are you know confident in their shit. Um, and, Man, yeah, right. There's a it's confident in their shit, and they shouldn't be, or they confident in their shit, right? And they should be. Man, and, so. and I think that is so beautiful when you could be confident without skill. 
I think that is the yeah, greatest. That's crazy, man. That shit is so incredible to but me. But where do you think that comes from, though? Like, is it how you're brought up? Like, I, definitely. I think, yeah. man. I think that shit just comes. Yeah. It's you know what I think? I think it's. I think it's. Up. I think it's the white parents when they when they go with the kids and they just every time the kid comes in third place or get that little um, most improved trophy, they like, oh yeah yeah you did that's good. You know funny. what I mean? Like, right. I think it's the soft generation. But um, no, nah, it's it's you know it. There's more to it. I think it's how you're brought up, the people you hang around. That's super important. For certain. Right? For certain. Like the people you if, hang, man, if you got a bunch of yes men in your you corner. Can, right. You can gain, high, and that's not always a bad thing because like I say, if you uh, lack skill but you have high confidence, sometimes you win. Because yeah. of that, you feel Shit, me? Yeah. Like a lot of the times you win. Sometimes you, you're a, a lot of a lot, times bro. you win. Like a lot of people don't. You have some of the most talented people in the world, and they lack confidence, and they can't even win. And you yeah. got this nigga who sucks, and he's winning because he's confident in what he's doing. You feel me? And that could yeah, be due crazy. to yes, man. It's like the duality of it. Oh, duality! I love that word, bro. Right? That's duality. a nice word. It really Shout is. out duality. That Whoever is. came up yeah. with duality. It was probably a nigga named duality. Yeah, yeah. You know how they do, like, bro. <laughs> that's funny. But um, no, nah, that's that's straight facts. Um, I want to talk about your book. Um, a lot of rappers don't write books. I'm not a rapper. I just Thank rap. You. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad you said that. I, I hate like. I, I don't know. I just the rapper. Like a lot of people put a bad stereotype on the on the word rapper, right? Um, and I think there's more. Than just being a rapper, I like artists really, right? Because you're not just an artist in in what you say. I mean, this interview you said a lot, right? Um, and, and and the audience is gonna get, really get to know you. But it's also what you're doing. Good company. You're an artist, right? You're being creative in many different ways, not just your your, your rapping. Fact. And and your shit, your rapping is dope, right? But your everything else is dope that you're doing. Fact. And I think that when you when you label uh, someone as just a rapper, the world looks at you as just a rapper. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, it's like anything. When you when you say you're a basketball player, the the instant Bruh. you does, yeah. the instant you do something outside of basketball, it's like nah, nigga, get in line. Yeah. You need to be playing about, you know. That's just how that shit is, and that's, that's why you crazy. can't like identify with what you do. That's your bro. That that's crazy. That like brings up some some heartache over here. <laughs> um, no, nah, because like when I was a basketball player, you know, basketball is my life, bro. You was like, never a basketball player. You played basketball. Thank you, thank you, thank you. But I, I need that on a shirt, right? <laughs> but no, when um, people would, all right, I had long hair when I was when I was younger, so I was I was always the kid with the long hair that plays basketball. I swear to God, that was me. Um, and so basketball was my identity. And and when I got out of college, I was like, all right, well, what the fuck am I gonna do? Shook. Bro, I was right. like, all right, I'm not sure. going to the NBA. You see how short I am. Like, nigga, come on, right? Sure. Um, I could have went overseas, but I'm like, damn, my family's here. Like, well, well, why? That I, You going to get paid shit money? You going to work crazy amount of hours in the gym? Like, no, I got to figure something out. I was like, all right, I'm going to just, you know, dabble in the rapping. I've always been in the rapping. Um, and so <laughs> when I started, I mean, I was rapping through college, but, you know, when you're, when you're, when you're a college basketball player, bro, you ain't got no time. Right. You know time. So it's like you got to be rapping at 3 a.m. and wake up at 5 a.m. for lifting. And you can't do that every night. So um, so um, I was doing rapping. And then I just, once basketball stopped and I realized there was no future, um, I just took rapping on full and would do shows in San Francisco. You know how hard it is getting, you know, how hard it is getting people to come. Like, well, you used to play basketball. Like, well, I'm not going to come to your rap show. You feel me? Like, you, what? what? 
Right. And so like, and that hurts because you think those people they supported you through basketball. Why can't they support you through rap? Right. So like, it's investing in people, and and it's like, okay, I'm not gonna get them to invest in. All right, me rapping, me playing basketball, me in the real estate. I'm gonna get them to invest in me. So me. whatever the fuck I do, they there. Exactly. You know what I mean? And so, yeah. Exactly. Um, that, let's get. That was a way off topic, but uh, let's get back no, to that. That's on topic. Yeah. And we give you one man. Let's go. Let's uh, let's get back to your your book because, like I said, um, a lot of people don't even write books, bro. Like I wrote a, you know, you you know, but I, I wrote my book during the pandemic. That idea just popped, and I was like, all right. I actually heard a podcast. And uh, and I was like, all right, I'm about to do one. So right. what inspired you to write a book? Uh, that same thing. We were just chilling and the idea yeah. popped. And we it's just like, like, yeah. I wrote that book in a day. Bro, you know damn, I mean? bro, I can tell you. how. So you actually wrote it and everything? Yeah. And, and how was that process for you? Not knowing, did you have to like YouTube shit? And, nah. Nah? Just like rapping, you feel me? Just. But like, how did you know how to self-publish? Did you self-publish? Did no, you? I sold them out the trunk. No, but I'm saying, like, how'd you get the books made? How'd you... Oh, yeah, all that, yeah, all that yeah, shit. I mean, uh, fucking Google. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, had to do, you had to do your research and, like, learn the shit right on the spot. Right. Because once that idea is in your head, you don't want to let it go, right? Right. And so, when, when that idea popped for you, and it, it popped for me, I was like, all right, next day, I wrote 10,000 words. Beautiful. And then I was like, I don't want to write anymore. Right. So, what I do? I sent that shit off to someone. I'm done. So, here, here go uh, some money. I need you to come back with 25,000 words. And then uh, they did. I read that shit. Sent it off to two editors. Here goes some money. Send me the send me the copy. All right. I need a I need a um a cover. I need my you know I need my face on the back of the cover. Right. I'm not just gonna hand the book out and I, then I know who Juwan is. Right. All right. So I send that out. And here goes some money. Send that shit back to me. I didn't do anything. I just wrote ten thousand words. And then the book went number one. Incredible. Like, that's crazy. Out of Benicia. Out of you feel Benicia. me? Like, <laughs> out of Benicia. Out of Benicia. Like, Black so, man. Yeah, so. Um, Lil Bow Wow. No, Rough 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 Rough. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. That's incredible. So, and, and, and it's crazy. And the power of social media. Right. Right? And shit, that's what connected us, bro. I mean, we're literally five miles apart from each other. Right. I don't think we might have ran into each other, but like, the power of social media got us sitting right here. You feel me? And who knows? We could do so much more later on. You feel me? Exactly. Um, take over fucking Vallejo. Like, it's, it's crazy. But um, no. And so the the mindset of writing a book is totally different than than um, writing raps. Do you agree or do you not? Mm. And what's, what essence? Because I don't write raps. I just write. So writing is writing. It don't really matter what you write. I use all the same Do you talk set. the same way? Yeah. I... This is how I rap. The way I'm talking <laughs> yeah, no, no, right I know now, that. But well, I'm saying in the book though. Yeah. Yeah. The same exact I don't I don't like I don't create new verbiage or try to talk like politically. I curse in the I literally write the way I talk completely. Yeah. Like it's no new shit. Like yeah. you could literally read the book and it's like what we're talking right now, you feel me? If you know my voice, it's exactly like that. So yeah, yeah no, I, it's the exact same way. I don't use any different technique. You know, and I and I think that's good too because when you when you talk like this, it's easy to understand. When you rap like this, it's easy to understand. I can't hear over auto tune. Like this, it's easy, it's to, easy understand. to understand, especially for people like us where they grow up in the communities like Vallejo and right. they don't have the best education. Oh. They need to hear how you talk, and so. Bro, I be reading um, just hella like uh, life books. Like uh, I really. What's some love, of your favorites? I love Sad Gurus, Karma, okay. Inner Engineer, and I just finished Jason Wilson's Battle Cry. 
Um, I love Um Swami. He's a great writer. Um, but um, all of those books don't feel like me. You feel me? Like it's um, oh, because they're coming from someone who don't talk like you. They don't talk like, like me. Yeah. They don't. The perspective is different. He's not gonna say ye and say, "Hey, bro, you you feel me?" Like they they're not. They don't talk like you gotta that. Say yeah. So it's, it's, it's yeah. completely different than when you read a book and it's like. Damn, bro, like you laugh because it's nah, like, yeah. ah, I, yeah. I get that, you feel me? That's facts, bro. It's, it's different, and we need that at, at a higher level. Like all of the New York Times best-selling books, when you read them books, they don't feel like you. They're great books, mm -hmm. but they don't feel like you. You know what's crazy? You should read it. It's a long-ass book. Will Smith book. Um, I got it. I haven't read it yet. Incredible. I think I think it's one of my favorite books, and you know why? I'm, I'm honestly a big Will Smith fan, but um, light skin. His yeah, yeah. You, you caramel too, though. Yeah, like hold up. <laughs> but uh, his the his storytelling is just really amazing, right. and it, and it sticks to you because it's like so relatable. Right, and I don't read books when when celebrities come out with books. I don't. I only listen to books now, right? Because I'm doing so much shit, right? I ain't got time to sit here and just. Maybe you do. I don't, right? So, uh, I only listen. And if a celebrity comes out with a book and they're not on the Audible, I don't listen. Hmm. Oh, he did his own Audible. He did too? his own Audible, which Genius. makes it fire. Like, bro, Incredible. 16 hours, bro. I literally could have listened to it in one day. And it's him just talking just, shit. But and his story great. is like, you. I, I didn't because he was in the 80s, uh. 90s. His story, you there's a lot of other shit that you find out about Will Smith, and you're like, whoa. Right. But yeah, it's just like I go out there to say, like, if a celebrity comes out with a book and they they voice is not telling the story, and because like Kevin Hart, uh, Fifty Cent, right? They all came out with books, but they're reading it. Right. I can understand their lingo more than if they hired the little white person right. in the back right. to read their exactly. little lingo. Could you imagine it. a white person telling Fifty story? Right. I got shot nine times. Like, what? Like, bro, like, what? Like, <laughs> right. Try to put on a deep voice funny. and shit. Like, come on, man. That's crazy. Nah, for real. So, yeah, nah. Um, writing a book, though, what's the, uh, go ahead and shout it out for the, those who don't know. Um, and are you making more copies? Of, yeah, you know, the book is called The Bullshit We Tell Ourselves. And no, I'm not making any more copies. And why like, is that? Uh, I like the exclusivity. Like, it's a, a timepiece. You feel okay. me? Like, if you got one, you got it. And if you didn't, you'll never. You, how you many know, copies you made? Uh, I think like 400 total. Okay, so those 400 It's like gone. NFTs, bro. You should just... Mm, no, because it's tangible. Like, like, you can read the book. You could give it to someone. You could NFT, you though. And then they bro, can make percentage no, off of... Bro, it's the same thing you've been no. preaching. Why, though? Why is that different? It's, it's really not. But why, though? Let's get into Have it. Have you bought an NFT? Uh, no, but I made one for the podcast. What or for it? my book. I made one for my book. Give it to me. I don't know. I gotta you can't, get, right? No, I could... I, what do you mean? I don't know. I don't know how that works. I mean, you exactly. can't you just you go don't know. in there. But I mean, <laughs> I know how to do it. It's just I don't do it as much, so I would have to take some time to send it to you. Yeah. You feel me? I mean, the NFTs is just a, a interesting world for me, and uh, I've been I've been pressured from every angle to get into it, and I'm just waiting until um, it's something. It's a real reason. I have mm. a real cause okay. because everyone's getting in because it's like, yeah, well, you can make a lot of money, and it's like that's. But that's great. not what it's for, though. You 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 preach ownership, and I think if people. If you're spreading the wealth of that you wrote, that not wealth, but wealth in the mind that you wrote in that book, and other people want to give it to their children, mm -hmm. to their friends, and be like, yo, this shit is dope, and it might change the world. Like, that transaction makes them an owner, mm -hmm. right? So now, why not have it documented? Why not have a percentage in it just like the music does? That's why. 
I asked that question. You feel me? It's something right. to think about. I'm sure everyone's pressured you into doing that. Obviously, do it on your own time. But I think it's dope to at least explore, explore the idea or for the next thing, right? Yeah. The next idea you have that pops up and y'all chilling, right? Definitely. That's dope. Um, cool, cool. What? Um, we only got a couple more questions. Um, and then we're going to wrap it up. Uh, where does our community lack guidance? Um, in leaders. In leaders. Okay. Yeah. You want to go into a little bit more detail in the, into that? Uh, I just don't think we have a lot of like people political? worth following. No, just human. Just human. Like, just human. There's mm-hmm. not a lot of... Um, I mean, there's a lot, but there's not a lot. There's not enough people that... Uh, it's just like doing inspirational shit and living well at a, at a degree that inspires you. You feel me? Like, Will Smith inspires mm-hmm. you. That's an incredible person. How many people do you know in your regular life that's like Will Smith? You feel me? Yeah, that's true. We 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 lack that. Why do we need to learn from celebrities or big time people? Why can't we learn from the inner circle? We right? should be able to. No, that's what I'm saying. Right. And then that's what exactly. you mean by we need more leaders. We need more leaders in our sphere of right. influence. With the me? people that we actually see and interact every with day. and know every day. That's right. Like, you feel me? Like yeah, you don't yeah. get to talk to Will Smith and shit. Like, you know, a lot of the uh information and it's just life shit that I learned like I get from books and from like the outside guru on your the outside you feel me and like now me and my homies are like all growing and elevating I get to go internally and get gems and information from people around me but for so long I went my entire life without really being able to get great advice (laughs) you feel me like great and and not even just advice but just like experiencing someone live well to where it's like, ah, mm. that's what that, love well, you know, mm-hmm. like shit like that. You yeah. go your entire life without experiencing that. How could you? How could you learn to, you feel me? How yeah. how could you grow and, and know how to treat people and treat women and treat your kids and shit like that? Because you don't get to experience it. So we need like better uh, guidance and leadership just within like the people around us. But that happens, uh, I don't know how the fuck that shit happens. It, it happens with each individual person. It happens you know? with time, too, because right. you can't just create leaders overnight, right? Like, you gotta, you gotta grow them, it's is that work. the word? Like, it's yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, you gotta plant the seeds, right? That's what you're exactly. doing. You're planting the seeds for people to start thinking ownership. I'm planting the seeds for people to start thinking business, ownership, financial literacy. So once those seeds are planted, then we get to see the fruits, exactly. you know, just grow. And then that's what creates the leaders. Right. Right. Exactly. And so I think it, it always, it's always going to start with the younger generation or even our generation. No, it starts with, right. It, it you know what I mean? It starts with us. I mean? But I'm saying they keep it going. Watching. Yeah. And they're going to do not what you say, but what you do. So yeah. it starts with us. Like everybody's like, you got to say the kid. How the fuck you going to say the kids and all the adults is fucked up? Like, you're not saving no kids. Yeah, right? yeah. You, you feel me? Like it starts with us. <laughs> if we're not dying off and all of a sudden they're going to all be good because they learning from us, you feel me? Yeah. So it doesn't start with them, it starts with us. What age group is your uh, fan base mostly? Man, it's it's wide, bro. I get it's wide? If you come to one of my shows, you'll see anything from a 10-year-old to a 50-year-old. Yeah. You feel me? That's dope. It's, and that's it's, what it's you want. Expensive. You don't want right. to be targeted to little 12-year-olds. Yeah, you want it to be related. They're going to like everyone. something different in a couple years. Exactly. They're not going to like the same shit you spend it. Man, and that's just beautiful. When you get a message from someone 50 and 60 and they're like, and man, I learned. I was having a conversation the other day with um, Hakeem, Hakeem Brown. Uh, okay. He's, he's on city council from Vallejo. A really cool guy. 
And we had a long ass convo. And when he left, he was like, man, bro, I'm inspired. I really learned a lot. And I and that shit was like really dope to me because he's an older he's, man, yeah. you feel me? And most most people who are like older, they not trying to learn from no young niggas. Like, man, they they don't care. You nah, feel me? Don't. It feels like you don't have, you know, you don't have that knowledge. Like, think about when you're a kid, like you couldn't even really question like what your parents say or anything. It's like your input was kind of minimized. So it's like getting to this point now where I got people who are 50 and 60 and they quoting my bars and saying what they learning, you feel me, is really dope. Yeah, and I show you just like, like I say, that wave, it doesn't even have to start from the top. It just had to start somewhere. You mm -hmm. feel me? Like if any, as long as there's somebody who's operating in that frequency of like greatness and change, like it could affect you know the older niggas as well, but somebody got to start. Nah, dude, that's that's facts, man. We're spending a lot of facts here. You're used to this. <laughs> nah, um, I, I feel it, man. And that's that's dope. You had a conversation with uh, Akeem Brown, like that's super dope. And and the fact that he like even bigged you up after and was like, I learned. Like when you could get someone older to learn right. from the younger generation, bro, that's hard. But like you said, right. they don't want to. Well, fuck that little nigga, right? Like, right. I've been here longer, right? right. <laughs> so, like, when you can teach someone, like, nah, bro, you've been doing it wrong all these years. You've been taught wrong, right? Right. A lot of the, the older generation, they stuck in these ways of, I was taught this, my mother did this, my dad, this is how I was raised, so I'm going to raise you like this. Right. And and it's wrong. Right. And it's just... Because things change. Exactly. But it's just like, like I say, kids don't do what you say. They do what you do. So you feel me? Like, mm. just naturally... Wait, repeat that. You got to slow that down, bro. Sweet. Kids don't do it. Do what you say. They do what you do. I you like feel that. Me? Like, that's go. just natural inclination. Like, if you witness... If all your life you see somebody do this, like, yeah. it's natural for you to take that shit up. Especially if it's someone you look up to. Like, most of us looked at our parents as superheroes. So it's like... If they did this, of course you're going to do that. You just think that's the norm. You feel yeah. me? Until you finally get to a point where you get the brain. Like, think how many people, like, whoop their kids. Mm -hmm. I be trying to, like, avoid that. Bro, like, you know what I mean? It's like... It's, it's like, I, bruh, I, I, I can't look at my daughter and think to physically harm her in any way. Yeah. Like, that, that shit is just... It doesn't even cross my mind. Yeah. There, there's almost nothing she could do to make me physically harm her. Yeah. You yeah. feel me? Like, but yeah, we used to get belts and shit and fucking... What's the little extension but, cords? But that's just through, like, experience and mm -hmm. through survival. Like, you got to think, like, niggas came from slaves. So it's like, as a kid, if you crying, you might get beat. So mm -hmm. they got to damn near shut you up. Shut, like, hey, yeah, yeah, you yeah, feel yeah, me? Yeah. Like... That and but that shit gets passed down uh, through yeah. tradition, through tradition, and like I noticed, like with my dad, you feel me? He operates a lot off like survival tactics, just because like that's what he knew. Like he had to survive. You yeah. feel me? Like the generations prior to us didn't have a lot of leeway to be compassionate and to be, you know, this and all of that shit. Cause Facts. they had to survive. Like I'm trying to protect you. Yeah. I just gotta make sure you stay alive. You feel yeah, me? Yeah, so yeah. when you when you growing in that it's hard to kind of navigate. But like as this shit goes through generation, like we gotta keep changing that tide. You can't keep Gotta start like filtering shit. the water. You gotta start, you know what I mean? It's like exactly. filtering the generations and teaching them new things. Filter you know what? Filter the water. Filter the water. It's dirty. I got some Water, come on, right? Yeah. There's a rapper. Yeah. I see the chain. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> right. The rapper kid. This is my not little, real. This is my little chain. This is not real. This is the one at the house. <laughs> <laughs> right. My, my big, my
It's not. It's not what I value anymore. Right. You I know had what a I mean? Phase, things, right. things change. Yeah, everyone got that phase, bro. Like, what yeah. the? Bro, remember Some the uh, never the shoes? It, the, the I used to be in the Jordans like crazy. I don't yeah. I don't wear Jordans at all no more. No no disrespect to everyone who do, but like right. I still got them in my closet. Your values change. Your values change. Your values change. But you know, back to the point of where you were saying like uh, whatever that that dope ass quote. Say it again with the kid. Kids don't do as you say; they do as you do. Bro, uh, my son is in a phase. He's two and a half, and he's in the copying phase. And it's Beautiful. like everything I do, sometimes, it's like everything I do, he copies. So I'll be like taking him out of the car seat and we walk in the house and I'll spit. And so when we get in the house, we just chilling, we on the carpet, he goes, ah, and just spits. Oh man, I, who do I be mad at? Like, <laughs> no one. I was like, you're smart though. Like, dude. Dude, you're smart. And right. it's like, God damn, now I got to watch, you know, what I do. Whatever. Right. I mean, and, and that's the thing, like, uh, I feel like previous generations never uh, stopped to explain. So that's just mm. a, that's just a teaching opportunity to say, hey, bro, if you got to spit, I spit outside. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. Go, go outside and spit. Yeah, you feel yeah, me? yeah. Like, yeah. it's not even nothing to be mad about. Like, nah, he's, it'd be he's funny. Really, he's copying. And that's a beautiful thing. Like, you yeah. should want him to copy greatness. So it's like, be yeah. great. That's fine. That's, yeah. It's crazy, bro. But, um, shit. Uh, just a couple more questions. I want to talk just a little bit more about the music side. Um, we've been deep on many different levels, but um, as far as the music, for those who don't know um, La Russell, kind of what is your music about mostly? Uh, my life. Okay. Uh, for the most part. Uh, well, not Everything even my you... life, just life itself. My music is just a reflection of life, the times. Uh, mm -hmm. And it's very experience. like, your music is very conversational. Right, like I feel like when I'm listening to it, I feel like the same. We're, we're talking, like I'm right. talking to you, like while you're rapping to me. I'm like, oh yeah, like dude, that was a great point. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And it's not like you're just like you know spitting hella rhymes over here, like hitting them, and I just can't breathe. You feel me? Yeah. It's like I get a moment to relax, like oh, like he said some dope shit. Let me uh oh shit, he just said some more shit. Like damn, dude, it's like a, a speech. It's like a fucking, uh, you're, you're at the fucking commencement and you're at the podium giving a speech. You feel me? <laughs> you need to do a music video, write that down. Um, but <laughs> nah, um, nah, I respect it. I respect it. And you know, uh, someone who's been bigging you up a lot is, is Russ. Um, yeah. And so I saw that video you posted not too long ago where you, you went to his show, I think, when he was in SAC, right? Yeah. I was going to go to that shit. Um, and, and you guys. You a Russ fan? Before he, but wow. like before the losing control and all that stuff. Wow, yeah. incredible! I, if I could have invested, bruh. If you could have invested, come on, man. We gonna you gonna get there. You gonna make it happen. Hey, man, um, I'm there. Yeah, <laughs> but you gonna make it happen for everyone else. But um, no, no, he's been every fucking interview. I mean, you know, people have been asking. Uh, I heard you sign this new kid. I heard you, you know, did this, and he's bigging you up, and and he's bigging you up because. He, he's talking, he's saying that your raps are very similar to him. It, it's very conversational and relatable to the audience that you're spitting right. to. And it's easy to understand, like we were just talking about. I can right. understand everything you say. And I really like that type of music. Um, and so how has that journey been signing to him? I don't know, you know, what the, you don't have to go into detail with the deals and shit, but what he's been saying is that he said, I'm gonna give Russ money and I'm gonna back the fuck up and he gonna do what he can do. I love it. Right. So is that how it's been? He just. Man, that's exactly how it is. Uh, yeah. Man, that's he's just exactly like a mentor, how... right? It's a mentor. mentor. Bro, he's like, uh, he's like me and what I do with y'all literally, yeah. my company. Yeah. You feel me? Like, I think that is the greatest thing to do is like when you wanna help somebody. 
uh, ask them what they need help with. Don't try to do it your way and tell me what the plan is and what we gonna do. Like Russ was really in a position where he's like, what do he asked me? What do I need? <laughs> like, yeah. and he gave me what yeah. I said I needed. You feel me? That's different. It's like people who go to like places with homeless people and they pull up in vegan food trucks and it's like, well, you didn't ask them what they needed. They, yeah. What if they don't fucking want that? Yeah. You feel me? And that's how like these labels operate and move. They come and they give you these offers and this shit and, and this raw and this how many albums and it's like, well, that's yeah. not what the fuck I need. You yeah. feel me? Or so wanted. Yeah, yeah, I, you know, I always think that like, and I think that's great advice for networking and anything. Like I always say to people, when you're going to these networking events or when you're just meeting with people, don't and, and and say for example, like if I was to run up to Russ or something, I would never be like, yo, like, uh, can can you give me some money to start my career? Like this is what I would never ask first. I would go up to him and be like, What can I do for you? Right. You feel me? Like what what can I do for you in return? Show you that I am ready to work my ass off, be loyal, um, to earn your your trust, your respect. Right. And then in return, not even ask for anything. He want to give it to me, give it to me. And like I said, like it's one of those things. Like yeah, be of service. Be like, of service always first be of before service. you ask for like, service. Serve, give before you take. And in, in, in everything in life, give before you take. And like I said, with Russ, it was something that works out because, like I said earlier, uh, I didn't have to go seek it. Yeah. When you do great shit, it's like, hey, I want to be a part of this. How can I? You feel me? Yeah. That's the only way you get great deals and great situations and opportunities. It's like you either create something great that people want to be a part of or you be of service yeah. with, with no intent of gaining something beyond that. You feel me? Yeah. No, that's facts, bro. And, and Russ is amazing, man. Like, just his mindset. I mean, he was talking the other day, but he came in the- This in nigga the, smiling. Talking nah, about Russ. Nah. <laughs> but it's because like, y'all really like, I feel like Russ is you. Like y'all really like, to, like y'all mindset is the same. So like- yeah. He's like an Italian version of me. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. But he was saying the other day that like, um, he came in the game just hella strong and confident and that like ruffled some feathers, right? And he was like, he thinks about it every day of whether he should, you know, um, how he should go about the business, right? Like, you know, I'm always preaching not to be against the, the or I'm always preaching uh, ownership, but sometimes I may want to like, you know, be 50-50 with Columbia or whatever, right. right? And he always battles with that internally. Man, same. And that was, I was something gonna ask, I had yeah. to really learn because uh, I kind of started off very anti-label and mm -hmm. like, bro, I don't want to deal. But it's like, that uh, it's it's really it's people. You feel me? What's it's the not, way you set not, up the business? It's, that, exactly. it's not even necessarily but the not label. Even, not even that. I've gotten great offers, but the people weren't right. It true. wasn't great people. True, true, you true. feel me? So it's like they'll give you a yeah, great yeah, thing, yeah. but it's like nah, these aren't the people. Like Russ texts me, and I can feel his excitement. I can feel the love. I could. I could. Yeah, yeah, all yeah. of that is there. You feel me? Like Russ before we had the deal, he was hitting me and like, hey, bro, this is. Whatever, bro, that's you amazing. You feel bro. me? Yeah. Like sharing my shit. It's not, like I said, people are assigned to people, and they never posted their shit ever. They yeah. don't share. They don't do nothing. People business. will tell you that. Man, I had a label. Um, I had sent out. Uh, you know, my uh, a drive link to my freestyles. Like, hey, I'm just trying to get people to share who fuck with it and support it. You feel me? I had someone hit me back and was like, oh, I can't share it because of the label conflict, the interest. Da, da, da. I'm like, man, shut the, the fuck, fuck up. You. Like, right? Yeah. That, bro, that shit is not. But you can share real. like an ad from Pepsi or Coca Cola. It, like, this get shit the fuck is out unreal. Here. Like, it's unreal. And these are the type of people. It's like, yeah, you may get a good offer, but they're not the type of people you want to be in business with. Yeah. You feel me? That's so not... it's, you really got to look deeper and go into the people. So, 
How the hell did you end up on the Breakfast Club? Man, uh, shout out Hovane, man. I keep hearing Hovane, good things about man, him. Man, shout out Hovane. <laughs> great, great things. Hey, yeah, Hovane ended up setting. Uh, he showed my shit to Charlemagne, and Charlemagne he loved fucks it. With and you. Charlemagne, Charlemagne fucks he with. Fucks he texts with... me and sends me love. That nigga mentions your name in every podcast, bro. Man, bro, you feel me? And it's beautiful yeah. to see like that genuine love and just making that play happen. You mm-hmm. feel me? Like that shit was. Random, like, it's, bro. When I heard you on the Breakfast Club, I was like, "Wait, what?" I had to rewind it. I right? said, "Wait, did he say wait what?" Right. Oh, he, this cause when they when they do the little introduction, and we got today Loreso from Vallejo. I said, "Whoa, whoa, 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 nigga, did I hear that wrong?" <laughs> <laughs> right. Rewind that shit. Right. But bro. dude, that's that's crazy, man. Surreal. Is that Surreal. how Russ heard your music? Or nah, did he hear your shit Russ before? been around. He been okay. Early, yeah. Russ was like one of the first ones to hit me, like from the industry. Okay. Uh, early, but nah, he found me on TikTok. Bro, TikTok's amazing, bro. TikTok is like TikTok's TikTok. incredible. <laughs> TikTok's yeah. incredible. Yeah, that shit is crazy. I'm still trying to figure out how to work it. Um, but that that shit is amazing. Yeah, Yaya loves TikTok. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> doing the dances and shit. <laughs> 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 right. <laughs> right. That's funny, but um, nah, that's yeah, TikTok's amazing. Um. That's cool, man. Yeah, and I'm and I'm really, I'm just, I'm glad to see you're doing well. Like I, I don't know you until now. Like now, you know what I mean. But and it's crazy. I, I want to see you do well, and I'm like supporting. You know, I, I, I like. I wish the best on people. You know what I mean, and and I feel like you do as well. Like right. you, you invest in people, and so that that that's amazing to see you uh, doing well. Um, shit, man. We we're pretty much wrapped wrapped up, man. I mean. Is there anything else you want to touch with? I got a, I got a one more question for you, um, but uh, what is it? What is it? What nah, is it? no, what you got? I know you want to say some other shit. I, I'm just winking it. You just wink. I, I'm I, just I, here I love it. Right. And, and yeah. The um, the way I like to to wrap up the the episode is with a segment called Guided Conclusions, where I ask um one question that I usually, you know, I gave you, I told you some stuff we might talk about, um, but normally the last question I just leave it. Up, up in the air. It can be funny, serious. It can make you cry. We do whatever, bro. I'm just fine. But um, the question is, if you could bring back one person from the dead and collaborate them on anything, not just music, who would you bring back? I think I know who you're gonna say, but I might be wrong. From the dead and collaborate with them on anything. anything. If you want to make some wine, nigga, it don't matter. That's an interesting question. That's crazy. Uh, I'd probably bring Tupac back just to see what he does. Uh, what would you collaborate with him on, though? Shit. Life, whatever. Anything? Uh, like, yeah. fucking, yeah. Changing Limitless. the community? Right, who knows? Like, I feel like that was a, a nigga moving at light speed. Nipsey, you feel me? That's what I, I thought like you were going to say. light speed people. Yeah, like, yeah. That were, but I also feel like, you know, they, they lived their term. Like, when you're, they, they were moving, you know, speeding bullet, like, changing things and, and that at that pace like they lived far beyond their years you Facts. tell me that they were on earth they lived life several times so. yeah no no I, I feel it i feel it who would you bring back i bring back nip nice i bring back nip or i bring back kobe nip kobe, kobe. oh kobe i'm about kobe. to say kobe nip jermaine <laughs> 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 Who? Who? Uh, hey. I, Nip, Nip played a, a Wow, you life got thing. a marathon tattoo. How incredible. Man, I got Kobe. Wow. On the back. Mal, you really tatted him. 
This yeah. is real. Man, if I pass, I better find a tattoo on someone. <laughs> That's incredible. So, wow. Uh, they really inspired you. Wow. What was it? What was it about Kobe? The mindset, bro. To me, it comes down to the mindset. And it's the same thing with you. It's the same thing with Russ. His book, The All in the Head, right? It's mindset. And, and Kobe's mindset was, like, unmatchable. Like, right. bro, like... That nigga is just... 10,000 shots. 10,000 shots. And like him, Michael Jordan. Kobe said um, he worked out three, four times a day. Bro, before a bro, game. Bro, niggas... Like... Niggas work out once. <laughs> you feel... And they were in the league. Yeah. These are niggas in the league and they working out once and they think they gonna beat Kobe. No, the niggas in the league were right. seeing Kobe work out before the game and, and like then what after the fuck is the he game, doing bro. yeah and then after the game like bro i just that work you ethic can't like that man yeah and then nipsey i would bring him back just because i mean obviously everything he's done the like the fucking t-shirts with the digital shit on them yeah, like that was nigga, incredible what? hey nipsey would have ruled this nft oh bro. my god yeah i would have sure. bought all his shit bro sure. <laughs> right because it's, it's substantial it has that gives you the story. chance right. to invest in the artist so that's why right. i said like the nft shit like so when you asked uh all right, how can I give you my NFT? It's in my bio. So you go to my Instagram and you click on the bio, it'll be like, hey, the NFT book cover. So that's the easy way, right? I didn't even think about that. But it's a way to invest in the artist, right? But, because you say you invest in people. Right. So like, I think that could be a way for people to invest in you, mm-hmm. right? And what you're creating. And as you continue to grow, yo, that NFT continues to grow. Right. So you know what I mean? So I don't know. I mean, obviously they could still invest in each song, right? And stuff like what you're doing now and the splits. But yeah, um, yeah, Nipsey was just a legendary, bro. Like, legendary, yeah. Yeah, and, and you're gonna be legendary too. So. You as well. You as well. <laughs> Beautiful you, energy. Bro. I appreciate it. Um, well, shit. Um, y'all got any questions? Yeah, I feel like we family too now. Right. <laughs> um, nah, it's all good. Um, but I feel like I, some questions are gonna come, pop, pop up later. Probably when I'm driving home, I'm like, damn, I should have asked that. I, you, you know, you know how I be happy. You got my but uh, it's all good. Um, shit, I think we are all good. Uh, f- give everyone your social media where they can. I'm sure it's you easy to find. You can find me <laughs> at Russell on everything and at Good Company on everything. Um, there's a lot of beautiful people in the background that makes this shit happen. When you see me doing shows and you see footage and all of that shit, that's a Good Company team. And there's a ton of people just in here. We got Tessie, Fani, David, Yaya, B Gigs. It's and like, Tessie, your music's amazing. I think I've heard it. So Russ thinks so as well. But, uh, he's right. There's, we could do a whole conversation with Russ, bro. Right, uh, you want to just do an interview? Yeah. With Russ? Hey, nah, Russ we here for Love Russell. Right, right, right. Like, bro, I got no shit. He got the Russ tattoo and he ain't even dead. Right, diamond tattoo on his ass. Tramp stamp, Tramp shut up. Nah, uh, Beautiful. Nah, it's, it's, it's all love, man. It's just, it's funny. Um, Incredible, man. But yeah, um, you guys heard it here. This is the Misguided Podcast. We intend to guide you to a better future. My name is Juwan. Again, sitting here with La Russell. Um, make sure you check out his raps and good company. All Incredible. right. Incredible. See you on the other side. Dope, dope. On the other side of what? I always say that, bro, and then I never know, so. <laughs> We'll figure it out when we get there. See you on the other side. We should just start saying that to people and just see what they think about it. I've never been asked that. They be like, oh, I think I see you there. (laughs) 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 It don't matter. We go somewhere. That's beautiful. That was good, bro. Thank you, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. 
Listen. I'm on another level, I've been meditating Concentrating on how to make an honest living I'm losing patience I considered robbing, but I couldn't take from my people And I gotta respect the ones who work to get money legal So maybe I'll just steal from the evil But do I deserve it any more than them? If you can't support me, put me on a pedestal Cause I don't know what else to do I gave a hand they wanted to I guess I'm just built different than you Who am I but a mortal man? Immortalized by the words I am I speak what I feel, I see what I hear, I'm lost without touch, God gave me five senses not to hide me, I can't hush, this diary is my sixth sense, I'm alive, but feel it when I'm allowed to vent, I wanna reach out more, I feel distant, they say absence makes the heart grow fonder, it kills friendships, but what are your intentions, so now you gotta listen, cause what I've been preaching is real, you thought I was finished, I haven't even begun yet, I'm up next, I'm tired of hearing that, I should've been up before all of this m m mumble rap and i don't knock the hustle remember that i just can't hear the art and trash enough of that i got my issues don't confuse but the grind never stops and the marathon continues um, so tarot uh pretty much we just started it uh at like fucking 2017, 18, he came to me and was like, yo, have you heard of this app? And uh, I was like, no. And then he was like, you just, you buy cars and you rent them out by the day and you charge per day. And then he uh, had, his first car was like a 2008 BMW. And it, what year is it, like 2017, 18? Right. I'm like, what? Like that thing's like $8,000 and he's making $8,000 a month. Not, right. not 8,000, but it's like up there, you feel me? And so um, I was interested and we just, I went to buy my first car. 2012 Ford Mustang, and then um, it got up to like six cars at one point. Used that money, put it in like Airbnbs, uh, a lot of different businesses. Like I said, a lot of stuff failed and a lot of stuff did really good. So that's why I started the podcast, to hear like entrepreneurs, um, everybody's story. Wild. Yeah. Wow. So that we, is, you did get in there early. Get Intriguing. In. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I got some questions. Um, did you leave? Y'all good? Are you still uh, in Toronto? Uh, yeah, I'm still here, yeah, yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I got Good stop. Yeah. Oh, can we do phones? Yeah, my, mine's already on silent. Yeah, we could. Um, but yeah, Toro, Toro it's, uh, I got, right now, uh, when the pandemic hit, I went from like six cars to two, you know, be safe and stuff. Um, had also lost my job, so I became like a full entrepreneur, which that's a whole story in itself. Um, and then... Uh, I got into Airbnb and I'm supposed to be closing on the house tomorrow. So, <laughs> wow! Can we give you one? How so, old are you? Uh, 27. Incredible! Yeah. Wow. So a little bit about me, but this is all gonna be about you, right? <laughs> about us. Uh, about us. Yeah. True. 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 Um, cool. Cool. So y'all, y'all good? Everything's recording and stuff. Um, I just, I'm gonna do my introduction. Um, and then how do you want me to introduce you? Like. I don't, I don't really like introducing as rapper. Like, I want to say, like, visionary. However like, you feel. All right. I don't know what I am to you. So are you, uh, you are you just the owner of Good Company? Co-owners? How's the, what's the deal on that? Yeah. Co-owners. Yeah. I like that. Spread the wealth. Exactly. All right. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Um, so I'm going to do the introduction. Introduce you as La Russell. Um, and then you come in. Cool, cool. All right. I don't know which camera to look at, so we just... This uh, is the main. All right. Cool, cool. Um, 